Mother-loving Future Show, hosted by Amber Strange and Jenna Penrose, two mothers and detectives dedicated to fully embodying a new paradigm of conscious parenting, deeper relationships, healing ourselves into radiant health, and epic answers to age-old enigmas. Get ready to get your mind blown, because this week's episode starts in three. Two, one. Blast off. Welcome everyone to the Mother Loving Future Show. Hi, I'm so happy you're with us today. It's Amber here. And sadly, my partner in crime, Jenna, is away at an amazing conference in San Francisco. But I know she's going to be with us in spirit today. And if you can hear me right now, you'll hear that I'm a little bit sicky. So excuse me if I'm not my usual sparkly self, but I do have a little trick up my sleeve, which is that I have the sweetest, most amazing guest with us today. Who's tuning in all the way from Australia to guide us through the wonderful magical world of crystal crystals, Rachel Kretha. So you're my little energizer bunny that's going to keep me going, babe. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Ah, I mean, you're sick. You're a little bit sick. I'm a little (laughs) bit sick, but you know what? The show must, hold on. I've got something here for you. The show must go on. (laughs) There we go. Feeling better already. Awesome. (laughs) How's Australia going, love? Good. It's pretty beautiful morning here this morning. Blue skies, sunny day. Mm, beautiful. How's Send some of that my way. Um, it's been pretty miserable in LA. It's been rainy and very cold for <laughs> quite a few months now. But I, I got to admit, I love a little bit of diversity in the weather. A nice break from the the never ending summer. So. Yeah, it's but I I feel like it's time for a bit of warmth. So send some yeah. over for us. Okay, we'll do. <laughs> Amazing. So before we get too far into this incredible topic, I would love to give a quick shout out to our sponsor. And I want to start by saying Jenna and I only accept sponsors who we personally love and use their product. We are only interested in sharing high conscious highly vibrational brands that stand for ethical practices and are helping shape a new, better relationship to the earth and our health and humanity. And in saying that, this week's sponsor is the superfood mushroom brand Four Sigmatic. We love Four Sigmatic for so many reasons, but one of my favorite reasons is they have mastered the art of making medicine taste yummy and applicable to a normal morning routine, such as your favorite cup of coffee. That's right. And I've already enjoyed a steaming hot cup of Four Sigmatic Mushroom Lion's Mane coffee on my way to record this podcast. Thank God I didn't pour it all over my face. More on this amazingness later, but for now, head to our shop tab to get 15% off all Four Sigmatic purchases. Now let's get back into this week's topic. And let's get back into it, shall we? So a little bit about Rachel. Here's her bio. After working in advertising for 16 years and birthing two children, two beautiful children, I have to add, Rachel began to see things in a different way and started to value her own mental, emotional, and physical health more. She started meditating, signed up for an intuitive course, 
pulled out her old tarot cards and started making time each day to start listening to her inner voice. After a subsequent incredible experience with a piece of citrine and a crystal healing course, her crystal company Rock and Co was born. Woohoo! <laughs> Yay! Rock and Co is now three years old. Rachel hosts crystal introduction workshops all around Australia and has a passion in healing in all farms, a passion for healing in all forms. Not only from this lifetime, love this bit, but also understanding ancestral and past life healing too. She has recently become a qualified RTT hypnotherapist in December. RTT is a method that combines hypnotherapy, NLP, B, B, NLP, <laughs> CBT, any CBD in there? No, that's, that's a different no. Sorry. And psychotherapy developed by British therapist um, Marisa Peer. Wow. So what is RTT? What does that stand it for? Is, like, what is it? It stands for Rapid Transformational Therapy. So it's about um, putting people into hypnosis and getting them to dive deep into their subconscious, finding those root causes to what issue they're there for today, letting their subconscious guide the whole session. And I'm basically just facilitating and it's for them to have that real aha moment and that deeper awareness of themselves. We then use all the words and the language that has come up in the session and we put together a beautiful, I put together a beautiful recording for them that they listen to for 30 days to rewire that subconscious programming, those old beliefs that just simply don't serve them anymore. Oh so it's gosh. been really awesome, actually. Yeah. Wow. We it's been incredible. Just recorded a topic on hypnotherapy. And I, I mean, we could always record take two with you because <laughs> I adore <laughs> you and you're, you're like got a fresh take on this as well. But I've just been learning about the incredible world of the subconscious and how we're so unaware of it. It's such a mystery to us, yet it rules majority of our life. I know. And yeah, 95%. Yeah. Yeah, 95% of the decisions that we make, the way we react to situations is literally from our subconscious, which was programmed in between, mostly between the ages of 0 to 7, but obviously situations and traumas can shape you after that and situations and traumas that you're taking from past lifetimes can shape that too. Wow. So, so incredible. Yeah, so incredible to have the information and know how to delve into those subconscious realms. Must be yes. fascinating. And come on, you, you, you got to tell me, do you, do you get your husband under and get him to like flap like a chicken you know and ask, you, <laughs> ask him all his secrets? Come on. I wish, I wish he let me practice on him once. Um, but he just, he, he just wouldn't let himself go. He just, huh. He won't. I've been asking him again, like, when are we going to do it again? When are we going to try again? But he just, he's not really receptive to it right now. I know there's going to come a time. I mean, he can't deny all the amazing stories and the feedback that I'm getting right now. Every day he comes home and I'm like, oh my God, this person happened and this happened. And it's so amazing. And I got this feedback and, um, you know, he knows that it's working. He just, I think he think I think he might actually think that he doesn't need any kind of changing at all. And that's you know? the, the biggest <laughs> thing that needs changing. <laughs> you don't know what you don't know, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Anyway, wow. Leave him to it. Let him do it when he's ready. So, yeah. yeah. And I really 
agree. Like I really believe in kind of the science of energetics. And as you raise your vibration and hold that space, he has to meet you there. He's going to start raising his vibration to meet you in that space. So I totally agree. I totally You're holding the fort. Mama. I was thinking recently, actually, it was interesting that my business really started with crystals because of the fact that they really raise vibrations of rooms and people in you know, in this gentler way and now it's really this hypnotherapy business, well, this hypnotherapy part of the business is raising people's vibration in a totally different way as well and, yeah, it's just interesting the way it started and the way it's sort of morphing into something else now. Wow, but it's all on the same mission. It's all, yep. you know, co-creating. That's it. What else are we going to do with our time? Brilliant. <laughs> we need to collectively raise our vibration to see any good changes on this earth, which we all know we desperately need. So join the party, people. I mean, everyone listening yep. to this podcast is it's in the party. So good on you. Of um, yeah. Before we get into the questions, I know Jenna is going to want me to represent with all I can and give you her definition on this topic. So yes, please. The healing power of crystals. Jenna's definition is crystals are natural energy machines. Crystals can amplify and affect subtle energetics around us and can be used as tools to help us in a myriad of ways. Do you have anything to add to that, Rachel? I think so. I think that's pretty perfect, Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jenna. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Amazing. Well, let's get straight into it. Um, Rachel, why don't you tell me, how did you discover crystals? Let's start at the very beginning. Okay. So I was at home on maternity leave with my second child. And I think in hindsight now, I was definitely suffering from postnatal anxiety slash depression. I just the cloud was so dark over the top of me that I didn't really, it was really hard to see the wood for the trees and um, it was hard to really know what was happening in myself. It was definitely the most rock bottom I have ever been. And I started meditating. I started, I did an intuition course. I just started to trying to pull myself out of the hole, I guess you call it. And somewhere along the lines I had read about citrine. And I read that it not only increased your happiness and helped you see sort of the sunny side of life, but also increased your financial situation, which on maternity leave at the time, I was like, yes, definitely happiness, money, give me some Mm -hmm. of that. So I bought a piece of citrine and I didn't read anything on how to work with crystals or anything like that. I just literally intuitively sat on the end of my bed and visualized money bursting through our front door, pouring all the way down our hallway and filling up our house. And I still don't know really why I did that. I guess that's just, you know, nature's way of getting you to learn how to work with crystals. But, um, yeah, within that week we had three financial wins, like not lotto, but we had, you know, $200 something happened, a $300 something happened and a $500 something happened. And I just really felt in my whole entire body there was something to this. And I just knew at that moment that I was going to work with crystals in some capacity. I didn't know how. Um, but I think it was 
probably a couple of months after that I did the crystal healing course and then I was just hooked. So, yeah. Wow. That's how I got into it. Hello. (laughs) Just smacked over the head with a piece of citrine and a bag of money. Pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, I feel – I think in hindsight now I feel like the crystals kind of chose me. They knew that I think that this whole crystal craze at the moment that everyone's going through and is literally the crystals trying to raise everyone's vibration, raise everyone's consciousness. And, um, yeah, I think I was just one of the chosen ones you know, you to are. help them get out there. Yeah. Wow, incredible. Because crystals have been around, I mean, longer than we have, I'm assuming. Totally. And I, yeah. I know that in shamanic societies and practices and ceremony and a lot of healing um, situations, cr- the power of crystals have always been acknowledged and have been used. Um, so, yeah, it's nothing new. It's just a matter of us, as you said, rising, raising our vibration to tap into it. So what did you learn in your crystal healing course? Well, we learned how to cleanse them and some of the main ones and what they were for. Uh, we learned how to balance chakras with crystals and, yeah, it was, it was a pretty good overview actually. It gave me the confidence as well to know that everything that I had done in terms of programming a crystal was actually right, which that blew my mind too. It was like how did I know just how to program a crystal before I knew how to program a crystal? So. Yeah, that was pretty, it was a good course because it just filled me with confidence, really. Do you think that the crystals communicate with you and you were just downloading the information the crystal was giving you? Like you said, oh, how did I know how to do that? But maybe yeah, the crystals. potentially. I mean, I still, yeah, exactly. I still, to this day, if there's a new crystal that has come into my life, I will live with it for a little while before I list it just because you know, even though there's books and references on what different crystals do, I want to know for myself what my feeling is about it as well. So, and whether it confirms the book or whether it's actually something a little bit different. So, yeah, it's, um, I definitely think they communicate with you in a way. I know which ones I have to keep. You know, I'll just have this pool where straight away this is for me I can't miss that and some things I've put online and then just had to pull down because they've had such a crazy impact in my life that I haven't been able to part with them wow can you tell us some stories yeah well there was a a lithium quartz which was all about drawing out anything that hasn't yet come out from the surface if that Mm -hmm. makes sense communicating well but the um the lithium I had two enormous clusters that I found that day. I loved them. I put them in my lounge room and my kitchen as I was, you know, photographing and listing them. And in that week, so in that year, I should start by taking a step back. In that year, I had been doing a lot of work on self-love and the way I talked to myself and um healing some different things in that area. And I felt like I I was like, I've nailed this now. You know, I really saw a difference in the way I spoke to myself in the mirror, the way I felt about myself. And then in that week, it's like everything came to the surface again for me to really just heal it one last time and release it, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, I I sold one of them, but I've kept the other one now just because I love it so much and I know that 
yeah, that that really really works. Olympia reports, and I didn't think that size mattered (laughs) (laughs) because. But to have those two enormous pluses in the same room at the same time, I felt like that energy was a lot stronger than had I just had a point in my pocket. Um, yeah, it. so it's learning. It, you know, I've learned so much, you know, at the course, but also after that, just living with them and having them in and around the house. Mm -hmm. So there can be quite subtle changes in your life or quite intense changes in your life, but it sounds to me like we have to put a lens on to sometimes notice when it's time to give the crystal some credit. (laughs) Like bizarre things can happen or you can be attracting something out of the ordinary, out of the usual flow, and often it's aligned with, oh, you just happen to have got this massive piece of citron or whatever it may be. Um, mm. So you think that they're drawing out something within us or um, activating something in us that it's that the crystal is kind of resonant with? What, what do you think? Like, ha- I think, well, I've had, you know, just those two examples I just gave then, I think, are the perfect examples to show you that you can you can program. I've had experiences where you can program them, you can set the intention, this piece of citrine is going to bring more abundance into my life, is going to bring money into this home. And I had a clear, clear intention with that crystal. The lithium quartz, I did not program. I had no intention for it at all. I just put these two clusters in my home and I thought, oh, that's interesting. It's meant to bring anything out of the surface that, you know, I'd, I'd read up on it. That's interesting about what it's meant to do. And it it worked all on its own. I didn't program it. I didn't hold it. I just cleansed them when they came into the house and that was it. They just did their own, own work. So I think that, yes, we can direct their, we can direct an intention with them and, I think it's just important when you choose your crystal to maybe just live with it for a little while first and see what it does on its own before you program mm. it. Um, yeah, would be my recommendation. I love how you said before that some pieces choose you. And I think that's kind of mm. a rule of thumb with some incredible things that happen in life, like, you know, the person you end up marrying or maybe your baby that all of a sudden appeared in your belly without you really trying that hard or, you know, jobs, friendships, all those things. Sometimes the best things do find you. You're just open to it. Of yeah, course. Brilliant. So, yeah, and I always recommend to people that when they are choosing a crystal, um, they just close their eyes first, take deep breaths, center, and if they're in a physical shop, just when they open their eyes, see what their eyes are first drawn to. Um, and then, I mean, if you're shopping on an online site like mine, once again, close your eyes and see which, where your eyes are first drawn to, and that will be the one that you need. There's other ways that you can choose too. If you're kind of in a physical store and you've got two that you can't decide between, you can hold one in each hand and just close your eyes again and see which hand either warms up or see which arm gets a little bit of a tingle. I mean, I call it the tingle test, but uh, my arm will always get a little bit of a tingle on the one that's meant for me or if I'm choosing um, ones for other people, then I'll usually do that too. Mm, I love that, the resonance test. 
I, I use that everywhere in life. I, I, I do the, the tingle test, as you say, with my tarot cards as well. I'll kind of close my eyes and ah. see where my hand is naturally being led without intentionally moving it any yes. which way, where it's kind of being magnetically drawn towards. And I'll also feel for the heat. And um, I, I feel like, I mean, if you listen to our episode, Decoding Our Bodies Dialogue, I feel like there is so much wisdom embedded in our cells in our history inside our body that we're just not programmed to recognize or trust or let guide us and if we just like clear space in our minds and give our body a moment to steer the ship (laughs) you'll get the right crystal yes (laughs) totally so why don't you tell us about how rock and co was created well I mean, that piece of citrine really was the backbone of why Rock & Co was created. It's still a piece that sits with me today. If I'm creating new content for the site, if I'm writing something and working on something related to the business, I always have that piece of citrine with me. Um, but what happened after I did the crystal healing course was that I actually had, I was completely petrified to tell the people around me what I wanted to do. I just it felt so left field in a way after 16 years in advertising that I was suddenly going to open a crystal business and I went I came across uh, a girl (laughs) actually who was studying kinesiology at the time and she was looking for guinea pigs and I went yep I'm up for it and I went to her place and I said to her listen I've got this idea I've got this real strong feeling that I need to start a crystal business and she cleared a lot of blockages and within six weeks I had registered business name started website told everyone I knew decided on packaging like it was like bang 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 and yeah it just felt really right and and my confidence I just think of that old self of that old version of me three and a half four years ago how completely different I am now like this business has rock and co has helped increase my confidence in so many ways it's incredible like I don't recognize myself one's true life path which you can only find when you follow your true authentic self is the ultimate healing modality for one to share that and be in that and well done for just listening to that inner voice and opening yourself to something totally left field as you said that was truly in alignment with who you are and what you needed to do and you're clearly a healer it's just you needed to you know recognize that that part of yourself and I love how the crystals kind of mystically you know called that out of you how much fun so so totally. so Rock and Co is an online crystal shop but you also offer um yes like 101 kind of crystal courses and workshops and things like that yeah, for the last few years, the last two years I've been doing crystal workshops with a girlfriend of mine, Courtney, and she does essential oils. So, And they work so beautifully together. So, um, you know, crystals, essential oils, meditation, they're all about raising your consciousness and evolving yourself. So, um, yeah, we do, do joint workshops for essential oils and crystals and we've done them in Melbourne. Last year we went to New Zealand um Sydney Brisbane Sunshine Coast so yeah it's amazing like I love just sitting there and talking to Chris about crystals to groups and 
it's such an amazing connection when you get everyone in the room vibrating at that same level and we do a beautiful, everyone intuitively selects a crystal from the big mandala that I create and then we sit together and we do a programming intention setting meditation to take with their new crystals. And, yeah, it's really good I want to sign up. I never want to leave that. So (laughs) amazing. How do you select your crystals? Where do you find them? I get a lot from a beautiful man that I met really early on who has become kind of like a mentor to me. He's down in southern New South Wales and I drive down there and he has been in the business for 20 years. He's literally been to every single port around the world and he knows exactly where they're coming from. Um, He kind of believes that no one can really say that they are ethically sourced because even though he has been to every every place and met these people, you know, he can't say that the conditions haven't changed since he was last there and that people are still wearing face masks or whatever the situation might be. So, um, but yeah, I really, I really trust him. And so I get majority of my crystals from him. He's a lovely, Wow. Man. And so does he go around the world and Brazil and other countries and find particular crystals yeah well he has done yeah he has done but he can't obviously go to every Mm. single place every single year so that's what I mean by him saying that he can't guarantee what the conditions are like since he last left Mm. last year um he he feels like anyone saying that their crystals are ethically Mm. sourced or mined um you know really but you because the industry is not um, completely like the food industry. They're not you know, regulated. You got people there. Yeah, 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 they're not regulated. So, um, yeah, so just be, I guess people just be mindful of where they're getting them from and and know that they're following their heart when it comes to selecting one. We'll usually leave them to the right. Love that. Yeah. The wisdom of the heart never lets you down. Um, okay, so just to be super crystal clear, excuse the pun, In the simple question with how do crystals work, my understanding thus far from um, my quizzing on you is that crystals are made Mm. up of certain material and matter which creates a vibration. And for some reason, the kind of molecular structure of these crystals, the way they're put together biologically is emitting Mm. a particular um vibration that correlates with a heal like I, i don't know maybe an emotional healing aspect or a physical healing aspect which when we hold we can then tune into and align our vibration to and therefore that is where the magical healing element of crystals come from is that kind of right Perfectly oh my gosh, no, no, I was channeling that. Thank yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, So crystals have a perfect repeating geometric pattern and that's what makes the a, you know, a clear quartz a clear quartz and not just, say, a piece of glass. Um, and that's why they're used in watches and clocks because they do keep perfect time and perfect frequency. And we as humans, we're just constantly, you know, in and out of balance all the time. So that's why we rely on crystals to help balance our chakras. And, and that can also 
the, the vibrational frequency is just not stable in humans. We need we some need help. Humans. We're connected to everything. <laughs> yeah, we need a Amazing. Well, you know what? <laughs> On that idea of raising our light quotient, raising our vibration, seeking out balance, this is actually a great time to mention this episode's sponsor, which is Four Sigmatic. And we're going to tell you a little bit about that. Jenna, don't you think Four Sigmatic just gets how food can be medicine? Totally. And that's why we love them. We love them. Obsessed with these guys. You know, we can find adaptogens in nearly all of Four Sigmatic's products, which would be great for your anxiety, Jenna. Just call me Adaptogena. Hey, that's a good one. Adaptogens are non-toxic, naturally occurring substances that are your number one stress superhero. They help your body to adapt to whatever life throws at it, be it a car, a lion, a cat, whatever it is, you can handle it with Four Sigmatic products, especially good for hardworking mamas who are trying to do it all. I may know one or two of those kind of mamas. Mm-hmm. And speaking of lions, Four Sigmatic has developed an incredible lion's mane coffee using the lion's mane mushroom, which I happen to know has been used by Buddhist monks for centuries to promote calmness and clearness in meditation. And cleanliness. That's never a bad thing. Well, cleanliness is close to godliness. That's right. It's so cool that we have access to these amazing ingredients in our everyday lives. Yeah. Four Sigmatic is doing it right. So they also have a free e-learning course on their website. So if you want to dive deeper into this goodness, go check it out. Get a 15% discount off your Four Sigmatic purchase. Go to foursigmatic.com slash MLF or just use discount code MLF at checkout. Just to spell it out for you, F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C dot com slash MLF. Let's get back into it now. Okay, now we're getting back into it, Rachel. So Tell me, how can crystals be used in our everyday lives to support our health and happiness? Surely you've got some good little tips and tricks for us. Oh, totally. I mean, and that's where I really love people to use their crystals just in really practical everyday uses and then see if it works for them. So um, lactormaline is one of my favourites. I keep it in the house for detection. I also keep it in my car. Um and I, I am prone to <laughs> crying with papa. So, and when I have the black tourmaline, I have never had an incident with the black tourmaline in my car. So, um, protection. Wow. It's just amazing. Um, yeah. Citrine, we've already chatted about. It's one of my favorites. I love having it when you're starting a new business, when you're trying to bring in abundance of any kind. Um, rose quartz. I feel like everyone mm-hmm. needs a rose quartz. It's the sort of thing that if you're ever being hard on yourself, if you've ever had just one of those really sad days, just to lay down and pop it on your chest and or meditate with it in your hands and you can literally feel the gentleness mm-hmm. just wash over you. It's such a beautiful way. Um, smoky quartz. I also love smoky quartz for anyone that suffers from anxiety or sleep problems. I, If I ever have a big presentation, I used to keep the smoky quartz in my pocket at work and just visually, like I'm starting to feel nervous, pop my hands in my pockets and just visualize any negative energy, any nervous energy just going down my legs and through my feet into the floor and it just grounds you straight away. 
So, wow. yeah, there's a incredible. few. I need them all for Christmas, please. You once gave me an incredible crystal, <laughs> which I'm actually looking at right now. It's so beautiful. It's you, you gave me this, give this, you? Like, this beautiful yeah. misty light blue color and it's got a cluster of little oh yes oh my gosh so beautiful I look at it every day oh. and touch it and right. I'm just wondering how do you think we came to understand what particular healing qualities different crystals have like was that just trial and error or did someone channel that information from the crystals or how do we know well I think I think it's a combination of both I think it's exactly that that people sat down they channeled the information there's other people that just worked with them enough to know that there was obviously consistent themes happening when they worked with particular crystals that piece of celestite that I gave you is and I've got I'm actually holding one right now as I'm talking to you it's all about connecting with your angels and um, I absolutely love mine. It's sort of it's, it was my grandmother's colour, you know, she had blue Aww. all through her kitchen, her plates and her little tea towels and everything and I really feel connected to her when I have my Celestine. I keep it next to my bed every night and, and yeah, it's a way of communicating with your angels and bringing angels into your life so wow that's yeah, a good I reminder that so that's a great segue into my next question which is how do you explore or that the healing powers of crystals or how do you amplify experiences in life with crystals such as meditation do you use crystals while you meditate and do you feel a difference when you're not using them I tend to go through phases. I'm I'm really I like the seasons, you know, when it comes to um, different essential oils or crystals. Sometimes when I'm when I want clarity on something, when I've got a question that I'm just not sure how to answer, I will use say clear quartz in my lap when I'm meditating. If I need grounding, I've got sort of that scatty energy. I'll quite often take smoky quartz or a piece of um, selenite with me but I don't meditate with crystals every single day um it's just something that might be happening in my life at the time I'll choose a particular yeah, one sense. To take they're in your toolbox and when you need it you pull out the tool yeah. and then tap into that power and wham bam thank you ma'am it makes sense I, I don't think it's healthy to Correct. kind of rely yeah. on an outside source constantly to be give us the answers or to heal us or whatever it may be it's very healthy just to like have that autonomy with um other mediums I guess exactly I'm Mm -hmm. the same with my tarot cards and anything else like that I I tend to use them when I feel drawn to using them I don't you know, I'm not dogmatic about it. It's not something I do every single day or um, the only thing I do every single day is meditate, I would say. It's the way I start, yeah, 5.30 a.m. every single morning before the kids wake up. I just take that 20 minutes by myself and do my Vedic practice and that really centres me for the day and I would say that's the only thing that is constantly exactly Brilliant. What I do Oh, my gosh, day. what an anchor for the rest of your day in life. Oh, mm. such a little like, oasis <laughs> yes. for 20 minutes, isn't it? Then whoop, back out to the craziness. 
Yeah, Definitely. I, mean, I was just having that conversation the other day. Yep. Life, <laughs> the nature of life is spontaneous and constantly in flux, constantly changing. Our, our DNA genetics are constantly changing with the food we eat and our stress levels and why the exactly. mind is the thing that wants to tie us to a construct, a, you know, a habitual program so we can be in control of our life but really if we just let go of that and trust our body's wisdom each day and hmm, what do I feel like eating each today maybe I ate enough iron last week in my veggies or in my steak so this week I don't need it rather than every day has to be planned out exactly the same as you know yeah I love that philosophy good work I'm totally trying to live I'm trying to live my life a lot more in flow a lot more info and just listen to my intuition and guidance of what's right for me that day and leave Brilliant. some more space in my calendar. That's really admirable and it's hard to do yeah. because especially being a mum of two and running a business oh, and hard. doing a million other things <laughs> yeah. because I, I have discovered in motherhood that it's almost like you can find freedom within structure. It's just a matter of not being completely ruled by it and knowing when to let it go and start again and knowing when to to take inventory and reset exactly. and re and replace that with something fresh because yeah that you know the nap time for example that that structure gives us the freedom to then know that you can fit in that meditation or whatever's important to you exactly or maybe you need to have a sleep that day or maybe it's about reading a book or listening to a podcast it's just having that knowing that you've got that yeah. hour oh god 20 minutes yeah. <laughs> to yourself but you can start to I've, I've just been listening to my intuition and flow like just practicing that muscle in really really simple everyday ways yeah. like what do I want to wear today um what crystal mm-hmm. do I need to take for this podcast interview what and just like you know stopping and listening to the messages that are coming through it's just really really building that trust yeah, muscle that is my number intuition. one that's my number one rule I live by in my life and what I teach my coach my coaching clients if you can strengthen trust fine-tune that intuition and as you said apply to what you eat what you want to wear what what you want to do this weekend what you want to talk about today who you want to have over for dinner not just as we said before, fall into the habitual, you know, program, it, that's when you start to follow your life purpose. You end up in the right relationships. You're yes. eating the food that makes you thrive. You end up in the right places with the right people. There's that kind of trail of magic. And also totally. it's insourcing. As you said, it exercises that muscle to trust an insourced life where you're guiding your ship. You're not outsourcing what should I eat, what should I wear, what should I who should I be for whatever? What should I be doing for my life? The big, the oh, yeah. bigger decisions just place. become easier because you know that you know you know that in everyday life you're being guided in the right way and ending up in the right place at the right time. As you said, like you just you know that when those big decisions fall in your lap, that you're, you you will intuitively that's it. And I also believe right that. When you go inward and you allow that space and time to allow the answers to come to you and the compass within to start guiding you without, I also believe we're we're opening up space to co-create with angels and with the divine guidance of the universe, of God, of love, whatever you want to call it. So, you know, we're operating too much from the head. Good luck with that. (laughs) Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, you're not open to being a vessel. Being a vessel. Of love, baby. Um, okay, let's get into <laughs> Tell me about cleansing rituals with your crystals. How do you preserve their power or keep their energy fresh or your connection with them fresh through cleansing? Well, what I tend to do because I work from home and I've got my babies in the house, as soon as I get crystals here, arriving here, I will cleanse them all with sage because it's just the fastest, safest, easiest way to cleanse them and it just gets rid of any energy that's come across them from people packing them up to me to, to mm-hmm. you know, the courier driver, all the things. So um, it just, yeah, fast, simple, safe. Because when it comes to um, water, um, you can cleanse your crystals in salt water. And I tend to do that. I love doing big batches of the citrine and um, rose quartz and clear quartz that come in. I'll do a big tub of salt water out the back. Um, But you need to be really careful. So your celestite that you've got, that can't go near water. Um, Selenite can't go near water. As a general rule, anything ending in ite can't get wet. Um, That's sort of the safest bet. But um, you can also visualize with white light, um, which is what we do in the intention setting meditation that I take everyone through in my workshops. We just visualize with white light. Imagine that white light going around your crystal, down your arms, in around your crystal, through your feet, through to the center of the earth, and then way back up through to the sky as well. So it's like this beam of white light from the earth to the heavens and around your crystal and imagine visualising that that sort of cleansing energy around your crystal. Um, moonlight is also a beautiful way of doing it. So you might have seen, you know, on Instagram, lots of people taking their crystals out at the full moon. It's a beautiful way to cleanse. I tend to, obviously, I've got quite a collection. I'm not going to bring every single crystal that I own or having the shop out every full moon. But what I tend to do is I um, bring the heavy lifters out. So the ones that have been in a bedroom during a fight or been in a lounge room during the kids' squabbles or whatever it might be, um, or if I've just been a little bit heavy-hearted, you know, that month I might take the crystals that have been on my bedside out and just it's just a really beautiful ritual and even just taking them outside and looking at the moon, it's kind of that moment where you're like, okay, I'm ready to let go of any energy that is not going to serve me for this next cycle of the moon. I'm ready to let go and release anything from these crystals, but also from myself. Mm. Um, beautiful. Yeah, it's a really beautiful And someone too. once told me that it's quite a good idea to sleep with crystals, that you can use crystals to form a crystal energetic grid around you while you're sleeping, just as an extra layer of protection as you're kind of maybe mm. traveling through the, the, the astral planes or whatever. So, um, that's good advice. I mean, I keep a big chunk of selenite nice. under my bed, like just next to nice. me for protection. Just, yeah. So, yeah, yeah I think so. Why not? Them Throw them under there. And as you, were, as you were talking, I just had this interesting yeah. visualization that, you know, crystals are obviously so grounding because they come from the earth. They are literally so this miracle, beautiful creation from mother earth that is so beautiful and so finely intentionally created and so perfect 
and that we're really just using them to ground us and connect us back into where we're going to be headed, like we're going to be decomposed back into the, the ground, hopefully. And it's probably just, yeah, just Mother Earth, like so kind of putting out these cute little breadcrumbs for us to continue to come back to connecting with her, knowing we're part of her, know that we can tap into her wisdom and her healing and her love. And the more we're connected to the earth, the less likely we are to destroy the earth and the more likely we are to, yeah, like act with compassion and groundedness and all the attributes humanity needs at this point, if you ask me. Um, So I can, yeah, crystals are really such a, um, I don't know, such an important tool while we're traversing our way into this new paradigm of remembering where we're coming from, remembering what we're connected to and what we need to start cherishing and honouring. So, Yeah, I don't think there's any surprise in the fact that this is the time that crystals have really started just being everywhere around you and every time you open your Instagram or every time you you know, go into a gift store right now, there's a crystal there. Like I just, I just don't think it's any surprise that they're So you think they're aligning with the awakening period of moving from the old to the new paradigm? Definitely, well, yeah. Your street totally. family. You don't have anything to worry about. You've got every crystal under the sun in your house. You don't have to come <laughs> bunker down in your crystal castle. <laughs> no, I will. Yes, please. Did help. I ever tell you that Australia. incredible healing experience I had with crystals back in the day in Byron Bay? Oh my gosh, it was. Please, tell it, me. It, I mean, I this was the most profound magical experience healing experience I think I may have had um it some listeners will know I've discussed on some podcasts in in um, the past but I struggled a lot with my hormonal system growing up had polycystic ovaries but that wasn't really understood or diagnosed properly which led to me not having my menstrual cycle And so when I was, so I had my menstrual cycle when I was about 17 for for like four days and then never again. And then when I was about 22, the doctors put me on um, the contraceptive pill as the big cure, which we all know. Um, (laughs) Of course. Yeah. Which they still do, ironically enough. We're still on this archaic system, not looking at the root cause. But anyway, (laughs) that's for another topic. Um. And I was walking through Byron Bay, which if anyone's from Australia or familiar with Byron Bay, you'll know it's the spiritual headquarters of Australia. <laughs> it's the hub, baby. It's the most the easterly yep. point of Australia. And there's something magical in that soil, in that ocean, in that land. I think it's where the Aborigines used to meet each year. And, yeah, they used to create their rituals yes. and do their ceremonial aspects of their culture and heal and pray and then move on. There was something in that land that was incredibly healing. So, of course, I end up in Byron Bay, cruising down the street, and I see this cute little crystal shop. I walk in. Now, remember, I hadn't had my period for, I was probably about 19. I hadn't had my period for a few years. 
Yeah. And I was seriously on a mission. I was getting acupuncture. I was reading into things. I was going to doctors. I was on this mission to unravel the riddle. And I went into this crystal shop and at this point I was pretty kind of, you know, I was feeling hopeless about the whole situation. And I went to this crystal shop and I just gravitated for no particular reason. I gravitated towards this piece of crystal that I wish I knew the name so I could tell you, but I can only describe it to you. It it was kind of green and black with like black with green swells in it. It was quite dark and kind of had an opal feel to it. Ah, maybe I have no idea I didn't look at the name I and the interesting thing was I usually go for light blue like quartzy rose quartz kind of colors this was completely not my style aesthetically but I was just so drawn to it and I picked up this crystal and I held it and there was a little pendant little heart pendant and I'm like I'm just I'm I'm just going with my intuition on this one I need this crystal I put it on my chain, wore it the whole day, could almost feel heat around it on my heart chakra where it was sitting. And I was thinking, am I just making that up or do I really feel it emanating this, this energy? Next morning, woke up to a period. I, and I, and I thought, no way. I'm like, what has Incredible. changed between now and yesterday? And I was thinking, thinking, thinking. And I'm like, I did get called to that crystal. I looked up the properties of that crystal and they were all around um, hormone, healing and balancing out hormones, yeah. releasing, with, with the words releasing, letting go, recalibrating. And, uh, I mean, the description of, of it was just so uncanny. and. In that moment, I just, I couldn't deny the, um, you know, the legitimate healing aspects of the earth and what it creates. And the the crystals are such a crystallized, concentrated manifestation of the healing powers of the earth. And, um, yeah, it was really, that was my awakening for the power of crystals. Um, And, yeah, I've always been gravitating. (laughs) I've gravitated towards them ever since that. But that was really a moment like, whoa, did that actually just happen? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And in such a yeah, healing place. I, I like mean, it wasn't well. not going to happen. There were too many <laughs> magical elements circulating me at that point. <laughs> um, so, Rachel, we're going to wrap up soon, but I wanted to ask you, seeing as though we're on this idea of the new world and um, how crystals are playing a part in that. What do you think? How do you think crystals should, in the perfect world, how would you like to see crystals be managed and utilized mm. in humans' everyday lives that are going to keep us in alignment with a better way to do life, love, society, you know, the world? How, what, what are your ideas on that? Well, I think, you know, we're all just trying to raise our consciousness and be the most evolved versions of ourselves possible. And, you know, crystals are a tool to help us do that. Just like we just chatted about before, but just like essential oils or 
meditation or moon rituals or whatever it might be that you're drawn to, that is what you need at that time. And for crystals to be used in everyday life, I think, you know, use them in your car, use them in your house, use them in meditation, whatever you're drawn to at the time and just listen to your intuition because if you do that, then you'll find the right crystal for you at the right time to help you raise your vibration or make a shift or release something or heal what it is that you need to heal to keep evolving. Amazing. And to well, keep raising your I'm signing on. I've signed on. I'm with you. <laughs> Beautiful. I love that. And before we wrap up, hit me with your three <laughs> favorite crystals right now and why you love them so much. I know you rattled off a whole bunch before, but Ooh. we're talking about the spontaneity and today is a different day. So tell top me your three. top three and why you're, you love yep. them right now. I, I'm really drawn to selenite at the moment, just protection, following your intuition. I, as I said before, I've got a big, or did I say I've got a big chunk under my feet? Do you know that I've got a big chunk under my feet right now? And I keep a big log under my bed. I mentioned that before. Um, it's just something that just really, really drawn to at the moment. I also, we chatted about it before, but Celestite, um, I have, had a, this piece of celestite with me for the last four years and I just I can't see me ever being without it and oh my number three maybe apophyllite I can't I always have a piece of apophyllite in my life it, it changes out though depending on what I'm working through and that is um known for uh healing the soul and I just feel like it's such a beautiful piece and they come in the most incredible greens and mixed with still bite which is also a beautiful loving vibration so I love yeah that. I would recommend this once again everyone. I had a little download visual <laughs> while you were talking and I saw this person feeling sick so they go to the medicine <laughs> cabinet and they take a vitamin c or whatever it's kind of like we're trained to believe that it's just the plant world or the medicine world that we use as that we should be using as a remedy to find um harmony within ourselves but with emotional um upsets and also physical spiritual upsets there are so many incredible resources to use to find that balance and healing and crystals just like popping a, a um, vitamin crystals are the same if you have an emotional upset if you find a particular crystal that's in alignment that can be the remedy and even physical stuff i mean it's a really powerful tool crystals more I think of it it really is it really is wow. an amazing Incredible. resource to have in well tool. I'm completely sold I'm gonna go stock up on my crystals I was just thinking of your husband he must be like cruising <laughs> through the kitchen or open a cupboard and Going. there's like a thousand crystals you've hidden in there. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? He doesn't even bat an eye. Oh, I love that. It's just like, oh, wait, before I go, <laughs> so you talk about quite an interesting process in selecting crystals for people who um, apply for one, who want to buy one online through Rock & Co. What's your process? Well, how do you pick a crystal for a person that's mm. ordered something from your website? Well, yeah, so there's, there's some that are, you know, big, large crystals and bespoke um that will just be there'll be a, a listing for just that large crystal but if it is something where there's a whole bunch of smaller crystals then I will definitely close my eyes and 
and put, I'm like, oh, actually, sometimes I even muscle test too. So I'll be like, okay, is the crystal for this person on mm-hmm. this shelf? Yep. Yes or no. And I'll test, you know how to muscle test with your arm? Yeah, so I'll do that. Yes or no. Show me, yes, is it is it in this shelf? And then I'll just type up shelf and then I might pick two up, you know, one in each hand and then I'll, I'll see with the tingle test wow. which one is meant for them. So... Yeah, I always intuitively oh, select I love that. the ones well, that are. Anyone who's listening, if you want, if you're in the market for a new crystal, Rachel from Rock and Co is the way to go. You're in very safe hands. Incredible, Rachel. Thank you so much <laughs> for giving us. Oh, it's been so great having you, my love, all the way from Australia. So, so good. Can you tell our audience how to so get hold of you? you? Where are you? What have you got going on that they can get involved in? Give us your website, all of that jazz. Uh, my website is therockandcoshop.com or .com.au, whichever um, both float to me. And um, on Instagram, I am just rockandco. Incredible. And I always offer the listeners an invitation at the end of every episode. So, Rachel, jump in here if you've got any great ideas. But I thought that if you are going to get a crystal, next time you do, use Rachel's tingle test, tingle theory. Close your eyes and allow the crystal to call you towards it. Um, Do you have any other invitations around crystals that you want to offer the audience? Yeah, I would I would love for people to test and experiment with crystals more. So if you've already got a crystal that you have, take it out in the next full moon, cleanse it and set an intention for it. And if it's, say, a piece of citrine and it's about bringing you money, keep it in your wallet and every time you open your wallet, mm. think about how it's bringing abundance into your life and see what happens. Or if it's a piece of black tourmaline, um, or a piece of smoky quartz, read up, see what they're used for and set that intention and just test around. Like so many people have got the most incredible stories and, um, yeah. Oh, I love a good mission like that. Have a yourself. A little experiment. It's the best. And speaking of sharing stories, if anyone has an incredible crystal story for us or accept this mission from Mm -hmm. Rachel, please Call in, write in, tell us about it. We would love to hear about it. This is where the magic happens. Yes, and, oh, and yeah, DM me on Instagram too. I love hearing people's Incredible. stories. Incredible. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us for today's episode. If you have not already, you better subscribe to the Mother Loving Future Show on iTunes. You do not want to miss an episode. Trust me. Also, if you enjoyed today's episode, we would so appreciate if you left a five-star review and shared this episode so more people can discover the magical healing properties of crystals and find healing, love, and light in their lives. So that's it for today, everyone. Um, Thank you again, Rachel, for joining us. And we're really looking forward to having you with us next week. Mm